There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. think about it don't even think about it you better think twice you better think twice jacqueline jacqueline larita don't even think about it jack don't you, do it jack you walk out right where you came in let the don't wind blow you back one look at those wide eyes and i knew you were a liar and a fraud one look at those doe eyes and i just knew you were up to no good you get out you get out now and let the wind take you back to Nevada where you whence you came. You get out and drive that Range Rover far away from here. You drive back to Vegas, back to the Strip, back to Sin City where you belong, Damon. Back to the penny slots you go. Back to the penny slots. Back to the liquor and the carpets and the smoke-wrought seats. All of it and the cigarette smoke and the ash. And the and ringing the sl- in your ears. And the you ringing in your ears. You don't even know what time it is because there's no clocks there. Back you get back. Vegas. Do you remember in um, there was a was it Celebrity Apprentice or something? Joan Rivers was on some competition <laughs> show, and she she left in a rage with her daughter, and and started. <laughs> she was yelling at someone on the show, and she was like, "None of you people have last names." <laughs> that was like her big. I think that was Celebrity Apprentice. And she was like, "None of you even have last names." <laughs> Love. And I was, I, I thought that was such a good burn. That is a good burn. I miss Joan Rivers. I do too. Can she you imagine her so in this era? Great. God, she would have been canceled like forty. Oh, times. fucking for sure. <laughs> it's a good thing she died when she did because <laughs> people would have killed her. I know, but you can't like she's her soul like knew it was time to go before she could really like experience 
the dregs of cancel culture. God, what would she have to say about it? It would have been amazing. I mean, she's she said some truly heinous things. Yeah, she's especially about like the Obamas and like she said some really bad stuff. But yeah, she she was great. Mm-hmm. She Real was. Gem. I was. Did you watch her documentary on Netflix? Yeah, I think I did a like, but a long time ago. Yeah, it was it like out. the year. I think it was, I need to rewatch it because I've been really missing Joan, and I keep watching Mrs. Maisel, like waiting for her, her to, to get up. into like a place of Joan, but it's like. She doesn't really get there. No one's Joan. No. No one will ever be Joan. But it was just, that documentary was great. You should watch, if anyone hasn't watched it, I think it's just like Joan, but it's like her. She like takes her little grandson shopping. Yeah, but she, it's just, it's following her. She still was doing, God love her. She was still doing a stand up sets. She was like testing material out, like well into her like 80s. Like touring. Making an act. And like going to little shows in like Connecticut, like you know suburban places and like still doing it and there was one she didn't get booked for something or something bad happened and she was pissed and she was storming out and her she had like a gay kind of stalker like fan who named what was his name gregory and uh he was waiting for her outside of some venue and she's storming out and he was like Joan, you're the you're the greatest, and she went, "Damn right, Gregory." <laughs> and then she turns to the camera and she goes, "At least I got Gregory." <laughs> God love him. Oh, she got she was at a show and she got booed and like no one was laughing and it was she was pissed and she oh, was like okay. this crowd they're they don't know what they're doing like they're just they were so fucked up and like these young people and then Gregory's outside and, I loved it, Joan. Damn right, and then she goes, "At least I got Gregory." Yeah, it was just like God. She was. She was one of a kind. And she wrote all her own jokes. Mm-hmm. I think. She probably had help at the end, but I don't think but maybe she I don't think she did. She wrote them all in little note on her cards. little note cards. She was a real one. I loved when she had people come that show where she, people were in bed with her. Oh yeah. Like Billy Eichner went on. Mm-hmm. She just she was so funny. She was funny. I wish that she had had her own like late night show she did or that was like longer than yeah however long that lasted she was just what there was some there's some like legendary beef between her and johnny carson mm-hmm. and then she took over a slot and then he was mad that she did and that is that when like jay leno got did think, he get johnny carson's job maybe but she had her own show for, and her, her husband was producing it and i think johnny carson because he discovered her. Yeah. And I think he was like, felt insulted that she was going to go off on her own. Because she was a writer on his show. Mm-hmm. I think she was like the head writer or something. Or like one of the main writers. But can you imagine being In her position, night- like having to do, doing, or not having to do, but do choosing that kind of career. Where I'm sure people were just like shitty to you all the time. Yeah, and like a whole room of men mm-hmm. writing jokes, and you're probably funnier than all of them. Yeah. And they were all probably like pissed. <sighs> Remember her made for TV? Sorry, I'm Carrie. I'm Laura. <laughs> this, this is, is Sexy Unique, Unique Podcast. podcast. Mary Xmas, soon to be. Mary, happy Hanukkah, soon to be. Yeah, happy. Whatever you celebrate. Christmas, Hanukkah. Yule. Yule, Pagan, Kiki, 
Higi. Kwanzaa. Um, whatever you celebrate. All of it. I hope you have a good week. I'm really excited to be off from work for Boxing a week. Boxing day. Boxing day. Boxing day. Um, um, we're talking about Joan Rivers. We're talking about Joan Rivers. She was in a made-for-TV movie about her and Melissa's like tragic life, and they played themselves. That's iconic. Because her husband killed himself. Mm-hmm. In my, when after she died, my mom sent me Melissa's memoir about their relationship. Yeah, I still haven't read it. But their show was great. The reality show. Their reality show was great, and also her doing the red carpets at all the award shows was everything. Phenomenal. I grew up like watching her. The Fashion Police. Their commentary, but I think it was pre-Fashion Police. It was like Joan and Melissa. Oh yeah, back in back and they would like old school, way old school. Yeah, and like Joan would they just like so shit on everyone and like troll Melissa and troll Melissa. And she'd be like mom, and then Melissa would kind of be like the nice one who like asked nice questions, and then Joan would be like, she looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> but she was amazing. She was mostly right. She was pretty oh. much ninety percent right. She had great taste. Yeah. God love her. I her love her like gilded apartment. Yes. I was just going to say that she converted like a ballroom into her palatial. And she was so fucking rich mm-hmm. from her QVC shit. Yeah. Like hundreds of millions of dollars. She was amazing. I was so sad when she died. I mean, I'm sure it was devastating. Was, she was, I watched fashion. Pl- now it's, does it even on anymore? I don't think so. Who was on? Oh, Kelly Osborne was on it. Wasn't there some like, feud between her and oh yeah because she said like was that was it her that said zendaya is like oh oh i'm not i I thought there was something else kelly osborne was she pissed at juliana for saying that that patchouli comment about zendaya juliana that said that i think so that's what it was that's what it was that was fucked up but kelly osborne's like friends with her I don't know. I don't know. I was like really bored with all of it after Joan was gone. I know that she was the only reason to like watch that kind of stuff. No one else is like as funny mean as she is. The queen of mean, the queen, the truest queen of mean, but she always, but the best part with her was she was the first one to troll herself. Yeah. She would tear herself down. Mm -hmm. She would talk about how crazy she looked. (laughs) Like She did not care. And I loved when she would crack herself up. And her comments were always, some of them were truly horror, like <laughs> truly heinous. But she was always pretty much on point. And she was an LGBT crusader. Yeah. I just love when she didn't like certain people, like, like, yeah, like a young like actress. She had on her shoulder about like a young actress. Uh, I, I think she looks like a cheap, tr- like, she, didn't she call people like whores all the time? <laughs> she did. Yeah. Man, it was Juliana, Joan, Brad, Goreski, and Kelly. And Kelly, I saw Kelly Osborne one time. What a sight! In Anderson Cooper's gay bar in Williamsburg. Uh, what was it called? Oh my God, Love Gun. It was like. Did they go there on Gallery Girls? No, they. It was down the street from Metropolitan, which is like the staple gay bar mm-hmm. in Williamsburg, but. Uh, Ernest Cooper and his partner Ben owned it, and I remember one night, um, Fergie and Kelly Osbourne came in, and there was like a film crew with them, and they were like, "Woo!" Like place of woo, like woo woo woo. 
and I was two girls. I was in a place with no with a, go with the film crew. I was like probably what just year like, was this like 2011? No, like 2014. Okay, but I think I was probably rolling or something, and mm-hmm. they were like, "Woo!" Honestly, like Fergie entering a room would put me into a place of nunca. Also, Kelly Ripa walked in at one point and she went, Love. woo! And like screamed and she came and I left. I love her. She, she, she ran into the room of gays and went, ah! Ran love screaming it. up to Anderson. Did I tell you this? And then I saw Andy Cohen. No, you haven't told me this. Truly like the gayest of the gay journey. Well, it was like right down the street They're from all my... all in a place of woo together with they, each other. That whole cabal is in a place of woo. I'm in a place of woo with them, except... They don't know that I'm in a place of woo about them, but I'm in a place of woo about them. Yeah, I'm in a total place of woo about them. I mean, even Fergie, like, I'm like, I'm more of in a place of woo now than I have been in the past. Love Ferg. I saw Fergie in Atlantic City. Like, in concert? Yeah. My friends <laughs> and I took a tour bus down, or party <laughs> bus down. I she was doing that. back f- somersaults. Whoa. <laughs> was this recent? No, it was tw- 2007. Oh, okay, I was going to say. Um, if so, God, no, proud she was of her amazing. being so limber. But, um... <laughs> yeah, I just, like... I don't know. I've really... I've been, like, hmm, about Fergie for a long time. I felt bad for her with that... With her peeing on stars- herself? Stuff? <laughs> no, her Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> 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 oh say yeah 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 love like her. her again where i was like truly Whoa. i can't with fergie and then she pulled that shit which i think we still don't we i'm are still processing talking it talking about that enough. i know that was a truly groundbreaking <laughs> moment where like i think like we she oh. tore open an energetic vortex with that performance it was a true time space continue it was like the god the ghost the we god all particle need to revisit that because that was it was like the nba finals two years ago she sang the star spangled banner and did a Everyone knows. Everyone well, some people might. And if you haven't, then I don't know what the fuck you've been doing with your life. Yeah, I've been forever changed by her rendition. And even it goes and see, you can see like players laughing, laughing at her. And like Jimmy Kimmel, I think, is there. And he's like, what is going on? It truly is like a what is happening. And moment. then her, her ex-husband had to go like do damage control for her. What did he say? He like was on some talk shows like promoting something. And he had to be like, she was really upset. You know, she really was just trying something different and he was like <laughs> defending say. her and he's like i think she's the best singer in the world like all this stuff <laughs> it's like her she tr- what went through her mind that night I, we need to do an entire break, episode like just breaking like a, that down like an oral like, history of of the lead up to that i need like the documentary if anyone out there was involved in that or knows someone that was like yeah i just want to i'm not tr- i love fergie i just want to know what she was Thinking. We all need to revisit and get to the bottom of like what that was because she truly pulled like it was a stunt. It was a stunt that then she never spoke of again, and then just relied on all of us to forget about it, which, which we, we did. did. We and, but now here we are, and every once in a while I'm reminded of it, and I'm still wowed that that even happened in the first. I, place. I just have to revisit it for a sec. Please do. This is the. This is what i needed tonight specifically wow i can't believe we haven't talked about it it has one hundred thirty-one thousand dislikes 
how many views does it have 14 million it should have like it should have like 800 million views She's like fully. I can't. She's summoning a demon. When it goes off, I can't. I knew. No, we have to finish it. You can't just cut it off because we're about to have the. I'm having like. than i thought i in my mind just now i was like oh she just did this like weirdly jazzy but it was it was just did she hear herself and think like i'm doing well she must have i think it's like one of those things where you're trying it and then you realize quickly that it's not going well but you can't be in a place of jazz and then segue into just like normality wait 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 yeah you have to just commit to being in a place of jazz for the whole song she should have just sang it normal she probably would have sounded good like yeah there was no reason for her to do that (laughs) what was that look i thought i saw like a candle my candle flame like flickering and i thought it like lit on fire wow that was really bad that was stunning that was it she committed to it it was like <laughs> oh she sounds like um like amy sedaris and strangers yeah, Candy she doing does. that performance yeah it was <laughs> and everyone was like 
go off queen like i guess do that performance everyone there it was like they were a captive audience well everyone was like what is happening it sounds like it does sound like space and time are being warped <laughs> and suddenly you're getting sucked into another dimension did she know something that we didn't yeah what wait, 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 like she prevented <laughs> she like took all of us getting in like sucked into a black hole they she were like fergie you have to make these <laughs> sorts of frequencies in order they were like the only person <sighs> that can make these sorts of frequencies to like fight the black hole sucking earth in it's, it's gonna fergie. it's gonna cost you your career it's gonna cost you your, your reputation you're literally humiliated <laughs> for the rest of your life and two years from now if you like randoms on a podcast will wallet <laughs> it. and like no one Everyone will forget, but no one will ever truly forget. <laughs> or, forgive. Will, or forgive you for this, but it will save the entire planet. Anytime anyone talks to you, they're in the back of their head. No matter how good the combo or how much fun they're having with you, there's going to be something in their head that says, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like that part really threw me threw me for a loop. The it's really wild i feel like it was like nasa was in her ear Mm -hmm. being like ramp it up ramp it up okay ramp it up bring it down and like they were like it was a fine delicate Mm -hmm. dance she was following they were doing a pitch and she had to follow it like on Mm -hmm. like a the dial and they had she had to follow like it was in her ear yeah and after god what do you think she did after that happened what do you do after you <laughs> completely botch our nation's anthem? I mean, didn't and everyone forget the and everyone once? laughs at you? Forgetting the lyrics isn't as bad as like Christina can just belt it and like be fine. Yeah, and like who really knows the lyrics? <laughs> I know. You, you know what I mean? I like, don't. I don't. I mean, I could probably sing it right now. I could definitely sing it. But like under, you can just like riff on it too, and like still get the emotion. And if your pitch is good, then it's like fine. Oh, say can, can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hail as our twilight's last gleaming. Whose broad stripes and bright stars <laughs> through the perilous night or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare the bombs bursting in air <laughs> gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. <laughs> or the Satan's that star spangled wave or the land of the free <laughs> and the home of the brave
got it. We totally did yeah. it. And if anyone wants to hire us to sing mm-hmm. the Star Spangled Banner, Little League games, Little League games, Major League Baseball games, gymnastics, gymnastics events, diving competitions, yeah, or just like at the dog park, mm-hmm. randomly, call us, yeah, seek us out. <laughs> Thanks to the team. I think that that was better, honestly. <laughs> yeah, than that was Fergie's. Even my there was like, a cu- botch, there were a couple moments where I thought harmony. for myself, like, Ooh, but then, <laughs> but then I remembered how bad I, Fergie's was, and I was like, it's chill. When I tried to harmonize and I couldn't, that was. <laughs> I was really impressed with like the first few bars of your harmony, and then you hit a place of <laughs> disharmony that I was thrown <laughs> by, but I loved. It was adventurous. That caused a rip in time space a little bit of one and, and I'm, you're I'm, just trying something new i'm really sorry it's a hey no apologies ness but it's you a felt low it. stakes you, yeah when you when i hit it you i think i could sense that you were like i did, did oh. it threw me you went mm. in your head i could i could hear your thoughts at the moment going ooh. you know what's also wild is i'll bet that a lot of listeners felt really uncomfortable <laughs> listening to us sing the star spangled banner yeah because singing is a really vulnerable thing to do probably more uncomfortable than fergie okay who made you feel more uncomfortable i would probably venture us, us but you know what but that's the star spangled banner for you yeah it's not a song for everyone do you put your hand over your heart when you hear it? No. I, I do. don't. I do. I don't feel moved to. Sometimes I do out of like shame that I'm the only <laughs> one that's not doing it. Because I literally will be at like a... Like I when my dad took me to the OU Texas weekend game. You had to. Well, I was standing there and I was just like, okay, I like this thing again. And then I looked around and I was like, oh yeah, like you're supposed to put your hand over your heart. And then I was like, well, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to do that. But then the longer it went by, I was just like, fuck, I have to like fucking do it. So I did. But I didn't want, like, I don't think that you should have to do that. Yeah. I I take that back. I I like the song. I think as a song, the song it's is a beautiful. great song. If I'm with like, yeah, if I'm at like a, when I'm, when I am, which is never <laughs> like a pro thing, I will. When I find myself, when I suddenly come to and I realize I'm at like a game. But I usually, I don't really, I usually just. I stand there and like appreciate it. Yeah. I just like keep my hands to my side. Also. Yeah. I, I think it's a little fascist if you're made to feel like you have to, Yeah, but you can appreciate it without like praising the thought, fa- the founding fathers. I'd rather just like all everyone sing it as a group than yeah. like have to put my hand over my heart. This is problematic. I don't think so. Okay. Like, Sorry to the troops if that if you're feeling <laughs> sad about what we just said. Yeah. But we literally just sang the Star Spangled Banner so we can do whatever we want. I feel very vulnerable. More vulnerable than singing the Star Spangled Banner is me saying that like I don't always put my hand on my heart. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I respect I re- truly respect the troops and I respect the Star Spangled Banner I and I respect myself- my autonomy to just put my hands wherever the fuck I want. I caught myself in a lie. Because I said I always put it on, and then, <laughs> and then I realized that's not true. And then you were because I, I, I'm you committed fraud. I have it on and I have it off. Yeah, I do it sometimes if I'm feeling it. I'll put it on my my heart, but other times I'm not. And I had to come clean and admit that 
I got caught up in a lie of, of patriotism. Yeah, you, <laughs> I think you, I'm out just, of the two of us, you're definitely the more patriotic No. One. You are. I am. And I love that about you. I like... I like America. Yeah. I, that there's, I'm, I'm a sucker for like pomp and circumstance. Mm-hmm. And if I'm hearing someone sing, I get like, oh, like, love that. Like, I, like Whitney's rendition at the Super Bowl in like 1991. Amazing. Yeah. Like a beautiful moving rendition of the Star Spangled Banner is really something to behold. I'm not proud of our country right now. No. I think that. I America- mean, actually, well, I'm proud right now because we just voted to impeach Donald Trump. That's American. That's great. So right now I'm proud. But most the last few years I have not felt. It's been really hard to get in a place of like star spangled. A place banner. of woo. Yeah. A place of woo. About America. America. Yeah. But we're coming back. I know. This was a big comeback. This was actually the most patriotic thing I've ever done. Sing? Sing the star spangled. Yeah. On a podcast. On my own podcast about... Did I force you into that? No, I willingly did it because I do really like that song. And then I like imagine what was going on. and I do too. And I'm then it's like, just like, oh my what? God. Yeah, I'm It's a like, really well-written song. It crescendos. It doesn't have like... I don't know what ramparts are. Yeah. I don't... All I know is like Rampart Boulevard. That's like a street mm-hmm. in LA. I... I remember, I, I imagine like bombs flying. And then like the flag is there. <laughs> still waving. Or the land. Or the land <laughs> of the free. Speaking of land of the free. Jersey. Well, one thing I wanted to talk about. What? Oh, I have something to talk about too. Uh, you go first. I watched because <laughs> I forgot what I wanted to talk about. Oh my god! I watched Danny Provenzano's movie. You d- oh, with Chrissy? Yeah, with friend of the pod Chrissy Malazzo, and it did not disappoint. Was it amazing? It's a true piece of Jersey art. Was it good? It. The bones were there. I saw what he was trying to do, but then it was also obviously incredibly horrible (laughs) but like he it was his homage to like martin scorsese gangster movies love that like there were there were like long takes of him and like other he's acts in the movie too he's like one of the main characters and he actually is an incredible actor and chrissy and i both found ourselves and her boyfriend who is with us like all found ourselves being like wait like why wasn't he ever an actor he's good he's really good and like he totally could have been on sopranos like it he was like around during that time and then we were kind of like thinking backwards in history and we realized that he was in jail for most of the sopranos (laughs) for the i think the first part of the sopranos he spent trying to make this movie of his own and then he immediately went to jail for like 10 years afterwards so he really missed out on the sopranos boat but i feel like he really could have killed it when did this movie come out i want to say i actually have no idea i think i feel like it was like 2003 wow damn so it's he, old yeah well he's a filmmaker i have to watch you have to watch and then there's a whole youtube channel that we found of his where he produced a short documentary 
called like the re-education of Danny Provenzano. And it's all about like him trying to like reacclimate reacclimate but also like not get sent to jail but he's like about to get like fully incarcerated yeah he's like going back to jail and he's talking he's like talking about how he's like so glad his wife is like standing by him and like then he films with his kids kind of and like his kids he hasn't told them that he's going to jail and he's like where do you tell where do you tell your classmates that daddy is when they ask and they were they were like that he's going to work in the army. And so, like, it was a real situation. Wait, he was married? He was married to, like, with, with Dan- when- this, like, hot blonde with big jugs. During the age of Danielle? <laughs> Maybe after? I don't know. Damn. But, like, if I was his wife... I would not be happy. I would not be happy with his carousing with one Danielle stop. No way. Well, I have Jersey news. What's that? Well, I wanted to talk about the Jersey news of the moment. Fuck. Yeah. So, Tree and Juicy Joe split up. Yeah. They filed for a separation. Mm-hmm. After 20 after years. 20 years. I mean, we'll good. see. I'm, we'll see if it's, if it leads to divorce. I mean, it probably will, Yeah, but I mean, he's not coming back. He's not, he can't ever come back. Right. No. Did it get ruled against him that he can never come back? I think I, they said it's not looking good. Can he not even come back to just like I don't visit? know. I think he might have to just stay in Italy or like live in Europe. I don't know what what's going to happen. That he, sucks for him. I know. That sucks for their whole family. I know. But I think Teresa just financially probably has to You if they're going to separate if they were going to stay married, but like separate their fine. I mean, like he probably can't have like American bank accounts. No. And she's making a ton of money now. So like she needs yeah, to make so sure. Like, I think in order to start getting like separate bank accounts after you've been married for a long time, you have to file for like a separation of some sort. Also, she's smart to not let any of her money go to his hands. Yeah. No. Cause clearly he let her down before. Her, so like, that money going right to Italy. She's probably has a closer to the motherland and like, I'm sure more connected to like a life of crime there than he is in the U S yeah. Well, he's in the, they're in, they're from Southern Italy, which is where I love it. Mafia started. I'm trying to go actually (laughs) Joe's not juicy enough for me anymore. (laughs) You need a real, I need like a fucking fat Panzerati. Yeah. Tony Soprano shoveling manicotti into (laughs) gullet. But I'm, I'm really, I'm proud of Tree. I think it's I think it's the right move. I think she she has like a couple million probably now on her own. Like she also has never looked better. She looks so good. She has like a hot young boyfriend. I don't even know if he's hot, but he's just young. Yeah, I'm here for everything. Tree's she's doing. getting that young D. She's she's like showing up to the lick of an envelope to the opening of an envelope. Like she's making that appearance money, shoveling her products. You know, her kids are all, my mom actually, my mom is, she's a big, she gave me she's some tea. A tree head. She said that apparently Gabriella is really smart. Really? And like super intelligent. And like, is, we always knew is like going to probably like an Ivy league school. That's chic. Well, that and shit doesn't pay for itself. Gia wants to be a lawyer. I, I would let Gia represent me in a court of law. Melania is just Melania. And then Adriana is like an amazing dancer. Like she's like in that dance mom's world. Of yeah. Like, appear- like those kind of recitals. Oh my God. Competitions. What can't these girls do? But she, to her credit during this whole thing, she really kept it together for them. 
you know, I don't agree with, she's probably voted for Trump. So like, yeah, I don't love that. Don't love that. But you know what? But I'm not going to like completely cancel her for Mm -hmm. it. A lot of people voted for Trump. Yeah. He won the presidency. He won the presidency. (laughs) Like a lot of people. A lot of people voted, you know, it doesn't make a hundred percent of them horrible. No, not at all. But like, I, I do. I think tree is on her own journey and I think she's well rid of Joe. Yeah. I, I think, think it's for the best. I think he's a dirtbag. I'm sorry to see I'm sorry that this is how their relationship had to go, but also tree is evolving and I think pres- her vibrations as she raises her vibrations, she's shaking off what no longer serves her. And honestly, skeleton Joe have fun and goodbye enjoy your italian horn necklace hope it saves you from more catastrophe um also just like try and stay out of trouble try and stay out of trouble over there joe do your thing and Teresa, wish you well love and light love and light to you it's sad to see any couple divorce or split up because it wouldn't especially when they have kids Mm -hmm. but you know what i think i think it's they know it's best for their kids and i i'm rooting for tree I root for Tree, Tree. and I root for the girls. I'm rooting for Melania. And I actually root for Joe. I hope that he gets into actually like making food or something. Yeah. He's going to make some olive oil over there. Some olive oil, some red sauce. Italian horns. Doesn't he have his whole red sauce Mm -hmm. thing? Italian horns. He should make food and export it to the United States. Also, just... Can he even do that? What are his rules? I don't know. No touch of the U.S. I I would like to, again, apo- like <laughs> apologize to... I have to just address this. Yeah. There seems to be a, <laughs> no. quite a, a number of people uh, on patreon and people are coming for you they're coming for me i'm i'm not apparently i'm not a true jerseyan and i people the true jersey continues and i'm i'm sorry i will accept full ownership that i don't know as much of jersey as as i thought i did and (laughs) my map last week was very vulnerable (laughs) and I, I love the I, mis- I mistook Hackensack with Hackettstown and among other a things. Critical mistake. A critical mistake. A critical mistake that shows that Kerry O'Donnell ain't from fucking Jersey. He's from Philly. He's a Philadelphian but through and through. To, to all those North Jersey heads out there and who I've disappointed, I'm really sorry. And for this holiday season, I ask you to forgive me. I, as an Oklahoman, forgive you. Thank you. And truthfully you've taught me more about jersey than anyone else i know hackensack and hackettstown are different things get it right hackensack is is northeast hackettstown is northwest i mixed them up i'm very sorry that map it was bullshit that map was shit you know it i know it the italian horns you know what they are i am excited for us to go to jersey Mm mm-hmm and I hope that go to Preakness. Go to Preakness, and I'm gonna fucking get my freak on in Preakness. Me too. I'm fully gonna Freakness and Preakness. I'm gonna like become, all over that township. I'm gonna be the talk of the town. You are. I'm gonna be. People were, are gonna come and spit at you. I'm gonna be. They're gonna I'm, spit at your feet. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna be the Bell of Wayne. 
you are the Belle of Wayne, and I'm the Queen of Preakness. You're the Queen of Preakness, and yeah. together we'll rule. Together we'll <laughs> rule Jersey. We're gonna come. I'm kidding. We're kidding. No, I'm not. You're not we're gonna kidding. join hands and declare Jersey a monarch state, <laughs> and then we're going to stamp our scepters on Hackensack the ground. Hackensack is northeast. Is it? It's northeast. It's not northwest. You go Hackensack and Hackenpots are both. <laughs> Hackenstown and Hackensack, they're two different things entirely. Hackensack. They're like two different countries. And Hackensboro are both one. And I don't give a shit what their name is. It's just the Hackentowns. The Hackenpots. <laughs> um, anyway, Tony I, just, I had to address. Tony's the Prince of Jersey. I had I'm to, the Preakness Queen. Tony's the Count, the... the the, uh, we're gonna give different people the their own land mm-hmm. like how they did back in the day and then turn just jersey into a full feudal state i'm the duchess of wayne mm-hmm. you're the 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 queen regent of preakness and tony's the, the, the i reign uh, in preakness i'm actually going to violently take over the legacy castle oh my god i'm going over to the militarize my <laughs> fan base to take over the legacy we're castle, taking back the legacy castle where i will implement my rule of jersey through the castle through the castle if like the world if the apocalypse came like someone would take that i would storm the as, castle as, and like use it as a, a post-apocalyptic fortress it's for sure sad it's set me. up to be a post-apocalyptic fortune yeah fortress it saddens me that like i'm not closer by and that i don't have like a storage unit full of rifles to <laughs> to, to storm the legacy castle <laughs> and a drop of a hat it really is sad an, an in-state coup i know i'm ready to do a full in-state coup on jersey well when we come to our show in new york okay also everyone la readers la, LA readers chicago readers new, new york, york readers, readers tickets tickets are on sale they're going fast get new york on is them. almost sold out so you better get your fucking tickets asap la and you know what it makes actually a great christmas present for a friend what if you buy them a ticket to go see Sexy Unique Podcast Oh my live god, that's such spring. a good idea. It's something to look forward to. The tickets are very affordable. You're, in, you'll be You're not going to break the bank. Among your community. You know what? Why not? Why not? Give, Experiences give a will give you more than material possessions ever could. And so why don't you join forces with your friends or join forces for a group of your friends and say, hey, I just surprised you with five tickets to go see sex unique podcast live material things come and go but they do the memories you share at sex unique podcast live in either la chicago or new york are truly forever forever come see us but if we when we do go to new york i truly am considering getting us over to see just see i just want to have dinner at the palace yeah at the castle we've got to get to the can you just eat there I, don't I think know. you can, or is it just strictly for banquet, like weddings? I want to go look into this. I want to like, I, I, I want there to be like a little bar lounge where they serve like meatballs. I know. I feel my soul is telling me that it's just a banquet hall, but like, <laughs> I would really love to go to like a true red sauce, delicious Italian eatery. Restaurant, eatery in jersey and i'll accept that i don't know much about jersey but i'll come in and hey i'll say hey. this is my friend carrie he's made some faux pas in the past but you know what forgive him he knows not what he does just give him some red sauce give him some red sauce he'll be fine he'll be 
He'll happy keep as his, a kitten. He'll keep his Philly mouth shut. He'll keep that Philly trap shut. Keep that Philly garbage shoot shut. He don't know nothing about. He Jersey. don't know nothing about Hackensack. He don't know nothing about Hackensack. Hackensack. Nah, Hackensack. Um, yeah, I want to go to like. I need to recommendations of like what the best, most like Sopranos esque slash bar. But, bar restaurant, but also it needs to be delicious. I don't want like bullshit food. No, I but, want delicious, and I want fat maybe mobsters. Yeah, and their wives. I want to go. Yeah, North Jersey Italian eateries, Italian bar slash lounges, a North Jersey gay club Ooh, would be really fun. Yeah, that would be fun. I wanna, I've never really been to like a Jersey gay bar. God, I'll bet all the guys are so hot yeah. in the Jersey gay bars. Um, I want to experience that. And I want to... Yeah, any any recommendations for when we come to New York for a show? This is just such a healing moment for me personally. And I'll tell you why. Because... In last year, in April slash early May, I went to New York with all these pipe dreams of like hitting Jersey big time, and then I never did hit Jersey. You just gazed across it from across the river. Yeah, I was just like, you know, I was gonna go on like a Sopranos tour, and then I didn't, and now I get to come back triumphant with a true Jersey in. And like, it's even better because now I know so much more about Jersey than I did a year ago. And we're going to wear Italian horns. We're going to wear Italian horns. Carrie will wear his around his neck like a choker. Mm-hmm. We'll both do it just tight on the neck. Like the craft. Yeah. Like the craft style. Yeah. What if we just fully show up like dressed like the craft? I'm ready to put a spell on Jersey. Me too. I'm doing just now. Should I just do targeted Facebook ads at people from New Jersey? Yeah. To get like a huge Jersey fan base. We need it. Yeah. We really do need it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss have you ever experienced a dry itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised unfiltered mineral filled water could be the reason why did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry irritated skin and that about 85 percent of the united states uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. 
Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking of Jersey. Speaking of the Jersey girls and the Jersey boys. Uh, there was G- a lot of like partying and celebration on this week's episode. Th- this was an episode of Woo. Mm-hmm. D- Dina has been like raptured from the credits. Yeah, she's, she's gone. She's been erased. She's forever gone, but always in our hearts. The song in the beginning was like some guy being like, they call me Bridge and Tunnel. <laughs> Just it do it rap. to my face. And then you hear someone go, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> amazing was that jacqueline like who the i don't fuck know was it was a rap song though um, full-blown yeah they call me bridge and tunnel say it to my face bitch bitch so they caroline Teresa, and jacqueline this was definitely like taped later and they like squeeze it in here but they <laughs> yeah. go and like they acknowledge they try and like Caroline's ad like, lib a th- scene yeah it's like really bad acting <laughs> caroline's like teresa's just like <laughs> sitting there in a sparkly beret like dead eyes staring ahead she's like what and it's like raining out and they're like and caroline goes there's a missing seat here unfortunately so <laughs> you know it's it's sad that she couldn't share this with us my sister dina share what like a dark a, lunch a dreary lunch <laughs> a lunch in like a mahogany room yeah yeah she's like there's a missing chair here and it's sad and Teresa's like it's so sad also why was the chair missing i don't know it was weird they had a waiter come remove it <laughs> there's a missing chair but here that, now it was such a bizarre little like and then they just they're like talk about the- danielle more caroline all she does is talk about how she doesn't want to talk yeah. about Danielle anymore. I don't want to speak of her. She's despicable. No, like literally no one could speak of her. And then Caroline's like, I don't want to talk about Danielle. And they're talking about Dina like she's passed away. They are. She's, it's like she literally stepped into like a warm <laughs> They're coming Stargate. from a place of rip with they Dina. They are. R.I.P. Dina. And then Caroline goes, I think Danielle is capable of anything. Yeah. Capable of what? I keep coming back to like, what are you all so worried about? She came into my our place of work and she, you know, a poor baby. She made it all about herself with an entourage. With an entourage, it's just there's a there's a poor child there, and the night should have been about the baby, but it was about Danielle. And meanwhile, Jacqueline's just kind of sitting like wide eyed. Yeah, because well, as you you might hear, you might hear later on in the bonus episode. There's some maybe juicy, she's not as innocent as she. Yeah, seems. there's some juicy Lorita goss. Yeah. So we cut to Wayne Surgical Center, which is in a, 
again another it's a strip mall of its own yeah it is just a surgical strip mall it looks like a dialysis center i'm not (laughs) i'm gonna say wayne surgical center is a no well later you see that some of the lights and the sign are not working it's like ain er (laughs) yeah it was not looking lux enough for me to trust with like fixing a botched tit (laughs) it's like a wash in cold new jersey sunlight and danielle is getting her wonky breasts her square tit her square tit is getting unsquared she goes i've had three augmentations and one staph infection and then she reveals that her tit is constantly hard and cold. It, yeah, won't, she's like, it will never adjust to the rest of her body she's temperature. Like, it's, it's constant. She goes, I've got to say, it's constantly cold, <laughs> different from the rest of my body. And the doctor's like, well, that sounds really bad. I'm, how long have you been living with this pain? She's like, 15 years. And so she's and she's 15 like, years, she just had one freezing cold tit. And they're like, how often are you in pain? She's like... Every moment of every day. I was like, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Her life is a screaming hell. Her private hell. Mean public. So she goes and she gets her... her, He goes, that sounds hard. He goes, oh, well, he's like, it'll be difficult to fix, but we'll see if we can do it. And then Danielle goes, nothing about life is easy. (laughs) (laughs) She's with her friend Sue. I love coming to that realization. Like when you're you're like really confronting the facts of life nothing, nothing makes life you nothing makes you look tit. life square in the face like fixing your square cold yeah <laughs> your square freezing, freezing cold titty ice cold tit <laughs> so also the tips though they are blurred look kind of great to me yeah like i don't see a big problem she's but they do then everyone else sees like a huge yeah. huge problem apparently they're like as we hear later, they're, they're the worst. They're the worst tits that this guy has seen in 15 years of practice. <laughs> that the head surgeons at the Wayne Surgical Center have <laughs> ever. He's seen. like, if a guy, if the surgeon at Wayne Surgical Center horrified. is saying that your tits are the scariest, something must have off. some scary fucking tits. So the doctor takes photos of her with his like assistant with him, and she Danielle like flips her hair and like danielle has a fresh blowout yeah she, she knows exactly what she's doing she's like po- she's smizing with her eye like she is looking them up and down she lets the towel like yeah drape over her arm she's, she's like modeling ever so sexily and and kind of thrusts her whole torso forward and is like pushing her boobs together giving this like innocent doctor a sultry he's like shaking he is he's terrified terrified. he's like being sucked into her like tractor beam he seems scared of her she smiles she She grins a little at the end she 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 gives this like sexual grin like she's like looks at the the female physician's assistant and like kind of is like she has dirt on this doctor yeah like i feel like she's getting this entire surgery for for free oh 100 percent. also like how can you not you can't afford to like take a nail out of a doorway of your house but you can afford to get like a full yeah, job? where is this coming from yeah something i've got to be quite honest <laughs> jacqueline i've got to be quite honest, honest with, with you. you something isn't right something here it's not adding up i've got to be quite honest with you jacqueline so then we cut to Lauren at Mug at Mud Mud Makeup School in New York. It's a beauty beautician school. She has some like what Lady got like early Lady Gaga hell is going on with her. 
She has like a crack down her oh, middle of yeah, her face. Oh, yeah. Her weird. She goes, it's avant-garde day. And I love the avant-garde. At mud school. And, and she's doing like a makeup job, but it's literally just... Two, she's painting lines. She's on painting pink and face. yellow lines on her friend's eye, eyelids. It's all really uninspired. Yeah. And this is an episode where you get to see how like... <sighs> devastatingly mediocre all of caroline's kids are i will i said though i wrote lauren is beautiful she's a beautiful spirit i think she has a a pretty face yeah she's like and they all like shit on her so much and like they make her feel like the ugly duckling and i think lauren's actually prettier than her brothers she's a sweetheart i mean i don't see her as like a creative powerhouse but But i do think that she could like she could own and operate a salon yeah and like if you need she would she would do like a fine job on your makeup i wouldn't try (laughs) i'm being too nice that was yeah that's gracious of you to say but i need to be but i would are you gonna take me to cedars no not yet no that was edging close we were got we got a little too close for comfort i wish you saw lara's face just now when i said that she her face dropped into stony like suspicion mm-hmm. and was silent for a minute and then went no i wouldn't <laughs> i, <laughs> I wouldn't her trust to, her i trust her with the books and the business part of running yeah. a salon and knowing how to get good i trust her how to funnel money right through that salon <laughs> just had a clean money i just had a clean <laughs> at least you know a few mil a year through yeah, that yeah, salon yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but okay. not not take those brushes out of her <laughs> but maybe she could find people who are good yeah 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 so i think she has a lot of skill i think it's like she's not going to realize it in this no area of her life caroline caroline shows up like it's like their end of the they're they're graduating beauty school and it's like their fun week or something where they get to like apply all their stuff and Caroline like shows up which I thought was bizarre. She shows up and starts like immediately crying. She, well, she walks in and she sees Caroline's or she sees Lauren's crack and she goes, "What is that face?" <laughs> <laughs> She's like so shaken. She's Caroline shaken? Is, has never been so scandalized at avant garde. Caroline <laughs> doesn't do avant garde, which is literally like she does like a viney crack down the middle of her face and it's it's like she's two-faced or something and yeah caroline goes what is that face what is that oh oh my god then she she realizes like caroline interprets that as being like supremely creative and then she like watches as lauren like just like paints yellow stripes and pink stripes onto her friend's face and she's like talking to pulls some stranger into the conversation She's like, yeah, I'm going to put some... I'm like, oh, you make her look like pink lemonade. She's like, I'm going to put some... I'm gonna, I was going to put some pink there. And they show us. And it's literally just... It's not blended. It's not like... There's no like hue or like any fading. It's just a block of yellow and a block of pink. And then there's a shot from the side where I think it was supposed to be like a contour type of blush maybe. But it's mm-hmm. just a line. Yeah. It was really it was really bad. And then meanwhile Caroline's like weeping. I think she's really discovering her talents. She's just coming into her own. Is, she's <laughs> crying. She's like, "Mom, why are you crying?" And then she turns to her like teacher or something and she's like, "It, it just really it's so good to see her come into herself." <laughs> I mean, this is she's like I'm like, Caroline "Okay, by has, all means." Yeah. She just thinks her kids are fucking hung the moon which is great that's what you know parents need to 
Yeah, but like there's no real there's no like no one's being like realistic i'm not saying that What's any, with this she space? should be like tearing her kids down to size but no I mean, let's like call a spade a spade what is that face she, what, she's what never face? seen something more weird in her life caroline. no this is the weirdest it's ever gotten yeah. for her caroline's like whoa like this is a this is this is pushing boundaries yeah but god bless you know god bless lauren She's doing something for herself. She's 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 trying hard. She went to she commuted to the city every day. And I think she is working hard in her school. She I believe is. that she's giving it her all and she cares a lot. She about really does. It. I think she's she loves what she's doing and that's all that matters. What does she do now? I don't know. Hmm. Has anyone know? What do, <laughs> what do any of those kids? I was on do her. Now? I was on Albie's. She has a daughter. Oh, okay. With Vito. Oh, they so they yeah. ended up together. Okay. I think it's the lone grand manzo grandbaby wow she's a cutie albie's always posting pictures of her oh ashley arrives at the Lorita manor yeah and she meets with jacqueline and chris to discuss the events of poker night jacqueline's like i haven't spoke i haven't spoken to ashley since the poker night she says i haven't spoke to ashley spoke to ashley Love. Ashley arrives in her floppiest beanie and sweatpants tucked into sweatpants Uggs. tucked into tall Uggs, <laughs> a cardigan over like a chartreuse t-shirt. Mm-hmm. She, I feel like, is a mashup of like a Jessica Simpson meets the Olsen twins street style. Oh my god, the Olsen twins video today to Ashley Benson that it, changed me forever. Just, I don't even want to just. Go on Ashley Benson's Instagram. Some, I think maybe Kara or someone got her. Got them to like do a special cameo for her birthday. It's everything. It's transcendent. Yeah. Mary Kate going super magical. Super magical. Lots of love. And we're so excited to meet you. Bye. Bye. Amazing. And she holds her coffee up. They're just amazing. They're amazing. Ah, they're so good. I love both of them. I they're, love them so they're much. They're like deities. Yeah. They're cultural de- They're like not... They're just like... They're existing. It was a perfect video. It was perfect they, in every way. Do you think way. they know what they're doing? I don't know. I don't think I they think do. I think they kind of do, but then they also really don't. But, to, but isn't it crazy that they still cause like a cultural like little like ripple Buzz, whenever they I do? I think because they're twins they're twins but they've also done such a good job of being insanely private so like we don't know anything about them other than just like they were black and they wear like layers upon layers of like baggy clothes and design outrageously expensive ready to wear and then smoke a ton of cigarettes and have like a billion dollars yeah and like live i guess maybe eccentric lives but we just really don't know it's true and i think that that's what makes them so fascinating is because like they control how much gets shared they're the perfect celebrities they're perfect i love them my queens anyway anyways ashley apologizes to jacqueline and chris and she says she wants to move back in and they're like okay because they want that too but they just have been too stubborn to say it but they're like can you agree to have a curfew on weeknights and she starts crying yeah <laughs> she wipes well, first her- jacqueline starts crying mm-hmm. in this because they, they have two meetings so this yeah. meeting is just like for ashley to say 
I guess she's sorry. But then Jacqueline just cries the whole time. Mm -hmm. Like before anyone even can utter a word. Chris is also as red as a tomato. Yeah. He's inexplicably red. And then later on, they meet again to discuss like the terms of Ashley moving back in. And it's like, you'll have to come home at midnight on weeknights. And she goes, she starts crying and she wipes her little tear tear away. Um, and she also says, what did, what did she say? She goes, uh, I could see a drunk driver from 40 miles away. And I was like, yeah, look at yourself. Yeah, look in the rearview mirror at your own reflection. I was she's, like, the only reason you want to stay out is so you can like drive around drunk. Yeah. She's like, no one is even on the highways at that time. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, about? I am on there and I can swerve all around. Like, I'm not going to hit anyone. Why? What is she? You sounded just like her. She's just like very whiny and petulant and i'm also like as a as a young woman who similarly fought her parents at this exact age about curfews and like cried and did like a whole fight of my own it was really just like i want to be able to go out and get fucking wasted and like don't tell me what to do yeah and that's really what it's all about but she's her argument age i cannot imagine staying out no. somewhere till 1am no on a no thank you absolutely not but she's also like uh her, she can't just admit that she wants to just get fucked up so she's like her her reasons are like she just likes to be driving at like 1am <laughs> like, nothing like, cool. i love more than taking to the a, road on a new on, jersey like, freeway at 2am yeah on a Tuesday. Just drive, i like to just drive back and forth from like various destinations maybe she does at night She's always driving. She's going to that haunted road in New Jersey. Clinton Road. Yeah. Maybe she just can't get enough of like thrill rides. Yeah. She's <laughs> joy riding alone. She can't get enough of driving down spooky roads at night. She's like, oh my God. Did you see that? She's alone. She's fully alone. She just, Ashley, her, her big secret that she's, she's not partying. She's not like doing she's drugs. She's not even with her boyfriend. She's literally just driving down supposedly haunted roads and just going, oh my God. <gasps> and then like getting freaked out and like freaking Spooking herself out and then getting so scared and then she just like goes back to her boyfriend's house and she's like i'm scared yeah that's what she does that that's her secret does. truth is that she just loves to be like a night driver mm-hmm. oh my god she's just like creeping around in her range rover yeah um they finally yeah and then their big compromise is like okay you can come home at 1 a.m on weekdays and 2 a.m on the weekends and she's like, thanks, love you. But also, how terrifying it would be to be a parent pre-Uber. I mean, still shit can go down with Uber and Lyft. Like, you can get kidnapped. Me and you, but like, yeah. Um, but at least you know that there are a lot of other options that are, like, viable. It's terrifying. For- especially when your kid is, like, sorry. No. I mean, especially when your kid is, like, clearly loves to get fucked up. Yes. <laughs> you're like please i literally just don't want you to die because you actually know about like how fragile life can be and then you have like a surly teenager in a beret and like a crocheted sweater giving you attitude because there you can't stay out past midnight in like buttfuck new jersey like there is truly nothing to do that's worthwhile she's like i just want to she's like i just don't want you to die and ashley's like (laughs) 
God. I'm, I'm literally. I'm literally. I know like 16 die. year old. She goes, I know 16 year olds who have later curvies or not. I'm like, what 16 what year old? What the fuck are you talking about? That's not true. Also, if true, that, that's fucked up. Their fu- parents are negligent. I'm calling the police. I'm calling diapers. I'm calling CPS. But yeah, Ashley just likes to spook herself. Yeah, she's a spooky ass bitch. <laughs> so she she runs, she goes upstairs to her room and she goes, yes. <laughs> she, she fooled them and she's like, yay! She runs. Ghost road. She gets so scared that then she like goes, parks the car and runs upstairs and dives into bed where it's cozy and warm. And then a dog is like, woof. And then she's like, yes. She runs upstairs at night really fast. Yeah. That's so what no I do one can I'm get home. her. Um, so Elvira. Um. I fully Queen Elvira. hate Elvira I know. so fucking much. She wears lavender. She was wearing lavender tights with <laughs> runs in them. Were they like, tights or jeans? I think no, they were she, jeggings. No, she was. I, th- I swear to God, she was wearing like. I think they were tights. stockings. I think they were t- stockings meant to look like jeans. But yeah, sheer? but she had runs in them, and you could see her like her like girder. <laughs> What's a girder? Or a, <laughs> What is that called? Her, she had like VPL. Visible no, you're thing. like when you at your wedding. A garter. A garter. Sorry. She was wearing a garter. It looked like it. Elvira's fucking <laughs> crazy. Sorry, I meant garter, not girder. But she's you can. I swear to God, she had runs in her stockings and you could on her lavender bizarre lavender stockings, and she was wearing a lavender leather coat. It was too much for me. Elvira was actually the most offensive thing I've seen so far on this season of Jersey. So Teresa's having a home a housewarming party because yeah. her house is finally finished and finished with no furniture, no in furniture. It. Just how she and Joe like it. Just how they like it's it. It's a marble cave because it makes it harder. <laughs> Honestly, they have the biggest mirror I've ever seen. I think they don't have furniture so they can hear footsteps at night more easily. Oh, totally. Yeah. They love just like vast spaces. They do. They were like pioneers in the sense that I feel like Kim and Kanye's new house is, is very much like G- a modernized version of Teresa and Joe's house. Yeah. Did you see their huge mirror though? Yeah. It's insane. Have you ever seen anything no. like that in your life? I felt miniaturized even looking at it. Where do you get that mirror is bigger than like my apartment? Like Oz. <laughs> that mirror's from another dimension. It is. It's from another planet. It was like was, I, medieval. It's not even just like I want a wall that is a mirror. Like I want a mirrored wall. It's like I want imagine this mirror, but four thousand times bigger. Yeah, I want that. It was like leaned the ref- up was, against the wall. It was like the reflecting pool. That mirror is haunted. It is. What has that mirror seen? What hasn't it seen? So she, Teresa's enlisted this woman elvira who's a part a renowned jersey party planner <laughs> she has a website i looked it up what is it um she has it's we on. don't have to look at it yeah i trust that it's there but look up just google elvira party planner in new jersey yeah you'll find um so she comes in and she's like dragging Teresa to hell for her house why is elvira so obsessed with Teresa getting help and um, help she wants Teresa to have a live-in like, maid like staff yeah she's she keeps going well that's why you need help and Teresa's like i do all the cleaning here Teresa's a literal housewife she's like i'm an old school italian like i'm sure joe is like won't allow no any sort of cleaning person to be around no absolutely not you never know what they could snoop in yeah <laughs> <laughs> what stash of his 
bruises they might find. Teresa's face when she said when she suggests that she she's like, "What?" No, and Teresa wouldn't hear of it. No, and I she, wonder if she has a cleaning lady now. I feel like I like to think that Teresa's like a more head. modernized. Yeah, like she's. She was like in 1962 here. Yeah. And she's uh, like, she, Teresa manages to look as good as she does and then like scrub marble floors and take care of four little girls. That's insane. That's an crazy insane amount of work. I think her mom helps her, but like she does all that on her own and she makes dinner and she makes money and she makes money and <laughs> she makes like those. She cans all those like tomatoes. She makes like dinner for like, a military base every night <laughs> everyone's like why is Teresa always late she literally has to run Clean. an entire mansion she's cleaning on her hands and knees on her hands and knees and marble floors get ready then take care of all those kids and cook dinner for her family she's scrubbing like carrera marble that's what she's doing that's why she can't make your like shitty lunch that's Caroline. Why she's like 15 minutes late to everything so elvira and uh, when she says you should get help Teresa goes go scratch <laughs> she tells it in her in her confessional she goes i was like go scratch does that mean fuck off yeah like go fuck off go scratch it <laughs> go scratch um elvira goes i wrote even before Teresa said elvira's a bitch i just wrote elvira's a bitch <laughs> they go outside and she goes oh you don't even have a pool and Teresa goes no i have a beach house i don't want i don't need a pool i have a beach house and she goes thank you <laughs> she goes i have a beach house thank you Teresa's immediately over Elvira. Oh, Teresa has her number. And then Elvira goes, no doormat? She goes, I'm going to be tracking in wet. My shoes are just wet. It's going to get all over your floor. And Teresa's like, it's fine. I'll clean it. Yeah. She's like, this is why you need help. It's like, what are you doing? Like, Elvira's obsessed with the help. Oh, she is obsessed. And she keeps talking about trusses and strobe lights. (laughs) She's obsessed with turning this house into like a nightclub. She, she, the theme is going to be like a nightclub vibe. And she's like, there's going to be LED lights, strobe lights, DJ boots. And Teresa's just like trying to track. And it's and she's like, we're going to have to move all this out of here. Thankfully, she only has like two couches. Yeah. Albie and Caroline meet. Oof. I'm like this like emotional Albie storyline. I was like hard pass. But like basically he's failing out of college. And then Caroline. It's. I mean, it's sad. Like he has. It's sad, but I has, also don't believe him. He has like a. I believe that maybe death. he has like an, a hard time keeping up with his studies, and like maybe he has been diagnosed with a learning disability. He's he's not being asked to come back to Fordham because he has a learning disability, and he's he has like a D plus, and one of his grades are just really bad. And then Caroline gets super emotional, and she goes. Uh, <laughs> Out of she's like calm and calm and he's talking about the guy who told him he can't he shouldn't be a lawyer. Caroline goes, That guy's an asshole. <laughs> she goes, I just uh. Yeah. <gasps> she like turns she hides over, her hides her face, then comes back all fired up. And, to like, me, to lay down and die is unacceptable. <laughs> so she's telling him to fight for his spot. It was very like death of a salesman. So then Albie comes in and he's like, she's like, Did he did Al- Albert Sr. comes in? He's like, did Albie tell you? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, and I was saying, if you're going to take it like that, then you shouldn't even be a lawyer. I loved that. Yeah. But then he like backtracks and he's like, it's not poor me. It's poor them because they're going to be in the doghouse when Albie and is like a successful attorney. Like, yeah, And was I was it? like, that's a threat, <laughs> honey. <laughs> <laughs> and then 
Caroline goes, we're warriors, and Albie is a survivor. I was like, they're two different things. <laughs> but also, I, was, I wasn't I even paying attention really to this comment because I was looking at their stacks of red solo cups in the Yeah, background. I was like, what party and, is happening? I know, and they're like almost, it's like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Yeah, it was a really distracting stack. I yeah. saw it as well and was curious. Anyways. Over to Posh. Posh Kim- is a literal <laughs> coffin. Teresa and Teresa and Jacqueline arrive at Posh. She's wearing Teresa's wearing like a Mad Hatter leopard hat, <laughs> and she comes in pulling a look. And Kim D is in. Kim uh, D is like a skeleton. She, that's like ushering. She's doing like the bones dance. Like, yeah, from she's Disney, just sitting like, at her ushering little ushering them into like Posh, this co- literal coffin hot topic store. She's sitting at her her little cashier desk, and she goes hi when they walk in. <laughs> She's just like sitting there. Her shoulders are like below. Like it's just like her, her it's such a low shoulder. desk. It's a low desk, and then she has like that sad sales associate with her. The just a blonde girl that like I just felt bad for. She's then, in the midst of everything. Kim D offers them all alcohol. Everyone gets down with a mimosa, and then they're talking about Kim D's boyfriend, and it flashes to him going, "She's a pig." About Danielle and Teresa goes. He was so cute. I know. <laughs> and then they're like, Teresa's kind of like calling T- Kim D out on her wishy-washy. And she's like, aren't you friends with Danielle? But like you're calling. I thought you were, I thought you said she was a pig. And Danielle's like, well, I, I mean, uh, well, and she's like back talking. She's like, well, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> if you're a pig, you got to own up to it. But, you know, uh, I, she's a customer. She's a customer. That's plain and simple. I don't know anything about her. Then they cut to her at the luncheon for Christine's modeling photo. And Danielle, Kim D's just... She's like airing <laughs> Teresa out. Yeah, die, she's like she? fucking throwing all those women under the bus. So it's just showing how fucking two-faced she is. But yeah, when you're a pig, you're own up to it. I love Kim D. Yeah. She's truly the kind of like villain that is just always throwing other people under the bus. Yeah. But it's like true. I love that's her. And it's like, that's how she is. I believe that she's been like interrogated by mobsters before. And like, that's how she does it. She's so good at like flip flopping. She's great at it. And Kim D goes. And then like, she'll probably give you like a discount. Like she has her like some physical goods to give you in exchange for like you not beating the shit out of her. She's like, she's a customer. I don't know her anything other than that. And they're like, Teresa and Jacqueline don't buy it. Um, and then she picks out chinchilla for Teresa. Mm-hmm. Teresa's like, I go, she's no friend of PETA. No, but I think that was a fake chinchilla. Yeah. I don't think that Posh is no. importing real furs into that, that coffin casket. space. Yeah. Then Kim D, they make a joke about like cleanliness, but Kim D calls it cleansiness. Yeah. Ugh. And then she says, friend, like, friendliness, like, clen- like as if friendliness isn't a word. Because isn't the saying, like, cleanliness is next to godliness? Yeah. But and they she, were like, cleansiness is next to friendliness. Yeah, you know, she goes, friendliness, you know, like, cleanliness. And I was like, wait, no, friendliness is a word, Kim. Yeah. It felt like she was just making, like, I don't think so. She made up a word. I don't think Kim D knows how to read. <laughs> no, she's a fully illiterate. <laughs> It's wild. She's, liter- she's illiterate and she's still thriving at her business. Yeah, so she- there is hope for Albie. <laughs> <There yet>. is- <laughs> <laughs> Look, a 1.9 is not, it's not trying yeah, that hard. You're right. Make C's. 
Make C's. Make C's. Make C's. So then Danielle heads to her. <laughs> Tina goes back to, to the Wayne surgery. Danielle's triumphant return. <laughs> to the Wayne surgery center. The Wayne surgery center. The truly, like it's a set. Like the, Half the lights are hanging off by a string. <laughs> There's like a vulture. One like, falls off onto yeah. the ground and like smashes into a million pieces. You hear a crow off screen. <laughs> and so she goes in. Uh. The doctor's kind of hot. Dr. Fiorello. He has shaved eyebrows with like <laughs> shaves with like a razor. He's horned the fuck up. He's so horny and hot. They're for both horned up and they're doing this like seductive flirty dance. That's like all mental masturbation on both of their parts as they interface with each other. And the do- <laughs> She's like, are you ready for me? And the, and do- the-, <laughs> the doctor's looking at her, her bare, her bare breasts. And she goes, he goes, well, it's a good thing I had a good night's sleep last night. <laughs> like they just keep they're all insulting her tits at any chance they get. Danielle's like hot for it though. Oh, they've they have she, something going literally on. Literally is like, okay, and she disrobes again and then fully like thrusts her yeah. body forward. Her skin Tilts her hair. is like perfectly sun damaged. It's like <coughs> sexually sun damaged. Yeah. Like that older woman kind mm-hmm. of skin, but it's hot. Like, like I was a little fi- leathery. I was finding myself I was like, whoa, when he's like <laughs> kind of making like for Frankenstein marks like across her sternum and it showed like a flash of her stomach and I was just like <gasps> There's charge in that room. And he's, there's such charge. And he's like, she's he's like, eye fucking the hell out of him. And he's like, he's like, uh, let me he's like, let me just get in there and mark down your and and then and then she goes, uh he goes, soon you'll be out and like I won't have to see you, you know, you won't have to come back. And she goes, You mean you're not gonna see me again in ten years? And she goes <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully for different reasons. And then she like kind of tucks herself into bed, and I'm pretty sure like I would bet money on her not wearing underwear under that thing and she yeah. just flashed the puss at him right before she like tucks in for her surge and then and she, she goes as she pulls her covers up around her like shoulder she goes nature's been good to me yeah and then she goes uh and then she goes uh this is not for cosmetic and then in the confessional she goes i want to be very clear about that I'm like who to who? What, okay. like, what are you I was to like, convince? wait. Then I got confused. I was like, was your life in danger? Like, I was like, what is it for? Well, apparently, if your tit is if you freezing cold, one ice cold tit. Can you imagine hooking up with someone and then you go to feel like their chest and it's just like bone cold? <laughs> How is it not like turn black at all hours of the day? Like. This is for fifteen years. Clearly, this is not cosmetic. Um, Is it square? I really. There has to be a photo of her square tit. Yeah, her sex tape. Not that I'm advocating. No, I. I really thought about it, and I kind of wanted to, but then I also have a problem with like watching people's porn that was like uploaded that they didn't like consent to uploading. That's. Which is like it's a good reason. The one honorable thing that I do with my life is like <laughs> not engage with like fat things. <laughs> Everything else, fair game. <laughs> hey, ma. hey, no, but I'm really like I would feel like Danielle's posted probably before and afters. 
Well, she also, gonna, but when she's getting, her, I'll Google later before and after Danielle's tits. When she's getting the surgery, they're just like they're going, "Oh my god!" They're like, "He goes, this is one of the biggest deformities ever <laughs> I've ever seen." <laughs> he goes, this "In my one fifteen of the most years, complicated surgeries I've ever done." He's like, "In my fifteen years, I've never seen breasts like this." And then and him and the and doctors the are all terrified. Doctor <laughs> is like. Oh, and like they don't even know like how to approach it he's like if i go in like this it'll fuck up the, the nipple and them and what do we do and they're just like poking and prodding and just like staring at this monstrosity that's danielle's ice cold tit and like then finally they haven't even made a like cut and then they're like all right you ready to do this and then like go in they're like they're like we're going in guys all right everyone Get yourself together and, and splash some water on your face. We're going in. <laughs> but they're literally going, oh, oh, my God. Oh, oh, no. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. I've never seen anything like this. We need to see for ourselves. Are they hamming it up from the for the camera? Yeah, maybe they were. Oh, oh, God. Oh, this is the biggest deformity ever. And he goes, in my 15 years of practice, I've never seen a breast this like this bad. It must have been really bad, though, right? I mean, I think one is, like, droopier than the other. But the way they talk about it, it's like they've, they've never seen anything like it. They it was, truly are. They're so, te- like, shaken by oh. it. Oh. Well, one tit still kind of looks square, and I think this is from recently. Hmm. It's probably hard to fix once yeah. you've gone square. Damn. <laughs> but just this photo i know her her hair her beautiful blowout but like she just like seduces and i fucks these surgeons weren't they being horrible though they were like oh oh my god yeah i I had a surgical procedure earlier this year and if i watched a video of the surgery where the doctors were like i've never seen this and we're doing that i'd be like damn i know i guess doctors all probably talk like that yeah um (sighs) caroline and her fam go to their favorite sushi place that she doesn't even like caroline i hate it i hate it here (laughs) why is she why is she there also the sushi was like neon color i know he's like like, this is fake albert's like i took your mom here on a a first or second date and caroline goes i hate it Lauren's graduating from beauty school, so they're celebrating. So they're celebrating. Albie looks jealous. Albie is getting trolled by everyone who's basically like, you're dumb. His dad's like, please. He's like, keep your good looks. And yeah. then like, takes a sip of like sake. What the fuck was that? He goes, Christopher, whatever you're going to do, your personality is going to be the most important thing. And <laughs> then he goes, good advice. He yeah. looks at Albie and he goes, Albie, stay handsome. They say nothing to Lauren. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's the only one that's really accomplishing anything out of this group. I, I'm like, I feel like I'm, I don't think Albie is even that cute. No. But everyone talks about him like he's this god. He was hot. He like, was I hot. I remember when I was, was watching this show like 10 years ago and I was like, Albie's so yeah, hot. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. But now I'm just like, oh, he is like, he's like Meadow like, Sopranos, like, gangster boyfriend jackie jackie jr yeah who like goes not even to rutgers mean, and like fails out of rutgers there's just it's not even his looks per se it's it's his uh what turns me off about him is his like sweat his lack of like he's, swag yeah you know or like he doesn't really have any i don't know 
He's a big dumb animal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we could. It's the night of the potty at Teresa's. Elvira is. I wrote. Elvira is insane. Elvira descends. She has like an entourage of caterers who I believe are circus like acrobats. She's a literal team of slaves that yeah. are like forever indentured servants into her like lair. But they look. Didn't they look like little like circus people? Yeah, they were they're, like they were like acrobats. It's very the amount of control that she like has over them is shocking. Teresa goes, all the caterers are here in all black mafia style. And I was like. You love it. You love to see it. Elvira also, I think what bothers me about her so much is she scream talks everything. Yeah. She also tells these women that are working with her that they have to leave. (laughs) She goes, I'm hearing this and I just need to go over there on the mobile. I need to look at all this and I just, you got to go away. You got to go away. Leave. And Teresa goes, she's a bitch. And then at one point she's scream talking at another employee where she goes, I want the whole house uplit, rotating colors, rotating colors, rotating colors. And just is like How much screeching cocaine is she at on? people. Tons. She does so much. She does. Or like a Vivans. Mm, Vivans is almost too refined. It doesn't jack you up as yeah, much as that. She's, she's on something. This is like uppers. Yeah. She is out of her mind. That haircut alone yeah. is enough to let me know that it was shit ain't the right. Kate, it's Kate Goslin. So then Teresa runs upstairs while Jack. I wrote, "Is Elvira gonna steal the house?" Elvira, I was shocked that she got to come to the party. I know she changed clothes and was like, "Hi!" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Get the fuck out of here, Elvira!" In a gold, in like a champagne dress. Yeah. Teresa's getting her hair done upstairs, and she Jacqueline calls her and is like. Weirdly, like, oh. I think Kim G should come. She's like, Kim G called me and said, like, have fun tonight. And I feel bad. And, and Teresa- it's like, it's not your fucking party. Like, you don't get to say if someone comes or doesn't come. And Teresa's being, like, genuinely sweet and is like, well, if it means something to you, then you can invite her. Yeah. But Teresa's like, in a good mood. You caught her, like, as her house is getting yeah. dressed up. She's getting her hair done. Like, I feel like normally she'd be like, fuck that bitch. Yeah. And then she goes, I'm, she goes, this is me. See how much of a nice person I am? And she looks at the, the, the hairstylist and she goes, aren't I a nice person? And then she goes, you're a nice person. And then you hear Jacqueline go, you are? <laughs> so that was a funny little troll. I like that. Um, but that's Jacqueline stirring some drama, which we might hear a little more about in the bonus episode. Um, Danielle gets out of surgery. She loves the drama. She lives for an awakening of surgery. <laughs> She's like playing it up a little. I and think. like a walking, yeah. like just trying to be like cozy and She's, getting like walked out of a surgical procedure. She's probably in a lot of pain. Yeah. It looks painful. As yeah. Fuck. She's, and she's like, Ugh. and then she, her friend Sue, her loyal friend Sue, who loves Sue. She drives her home and Jilly and Christine are waiting mm-hmm. to like, be her servants and they're being it's actually i said that this i wrote this moment is the most the sweetest moment danielle has had on the show it is sweet because there's one moment where they're all lying on danielle's bed and they're covered in chihuahuas and i was like oh this is like the the closest you can be with your mom where she's like drugged up and she goes, I, she goes, um, I need tons of opioids and covered in like, you're just like all holding a chihuahua and she it's goes, sweet. I'm going to need to count. She goes, I have to count on you guys for a lot right now. And they're like, we got it, mom. And then she goes, do you love me, Jilly? And Jilly goes, I love you. And she goes, Christine. And they go, I love you. And she goes, okay. 
and it was like i think danielle is <laughs> truly like twisted and like very sinister but i felt like this moment was actually like the sweetest she's she'll ever be mm-hmm. on this show because it was a real mom moment because she was like it was vulnerable yeah and like she just all she cared about in that moment was just having her daughters with her and them saying that they loved her yeah and it kind of made me feel like tender towards her i hope to one day recover from a breast augmentation with chihuahuas and like be- surrounded by chihuahuas and, and my two beautiful daughters who are like going to get her tea she yeah goes, she goes you know what you could do for me though <laughs> get me a cup of tea and and christine goes you do it jilly yeah christine's kind of over this whole thing totally she am gets I, the purse from sue she's like locks yeah. up the door am i i mean am i a total like are you being like sappy i don't think so i think this was nice no but am i like a total like my brain dead that i that i was like moved by this it was a touching moment it It looked genuinely like cozy it did there was one chihuahua in particular that's like the tiniest one that they have that i was really into yeah well i wish danielle recovery a good recovery i hope her breasts heal so she can finally take those dogs to the vet (laughs) yeah a lot of things that she's but it was in one in this one little moment I gave Danielle a little pass. Yeah. Oh, I give her a full pass. Danielle goes, My new breasts symbolize for me everything new. <laughs> <laughs> she's totally still, she's still coming off those drugs. Yeah. Um I wrote Elvira changed in all ca- and uh, exclamation she points. Changed into like a sixties esque. Yeah. Twiggy. She's Twiggy. Ready to yeah, go. she's getting swinging she's swinging sixties. <laughs> also, what is the theme of this party? They're like, she's like Studio Fifty Four, nightclub. She's like literally just on a yeah. ton of blow. She reminded me of Allison Janney in the Ice Storm with like the key party. <laughs> yeah, she's she, like, ah. she is lit up. Yeah. This party has no rhyme or reason. Caroline comes over to Teresa and she goes, uh, Playboy <laughs> Bunny's on your red carpet. I mean, what's happening? <laughs> what's happening here, Tree? <laughs> And I and then uh, Kim D and Kim G arrive and they're like fucking like making out at the bar. They're like, they're like we drank a whole sipping out of the same like glass sexily while like a bunch of men watch. They say that they. I feel like Kim G said they drank a, a bottle of wine before they came, but I think she wanted to go. We did an eight ball before we came here, and Kim D goes, "You weren't supposed to say that." Yeah. They got fucked up They're before they came there. Fucking blackout. Yeah. Like pills. Hammered. Hammered. I love that Kim G has put her little clippy in her hair, which oh, yeah. is, you know, that she's fucked up when yeah. the clippy goes in the hair. Because <laughs> you I'll bet her hair was down and ready for a party, and then she's just like, fuck it. It's too in my face. It's too in my face. And like, put it up. And then Kim, Kim G. Like, yeah, just, Kim just like, get, the, get clippy. Yeah. Just, you want more? Um, yeah, the clip, clip your clippy. hair back. Clippy, use clip. <laughs> <laughs> your hair looks good like that. Just get over here and finish the fucking. Finish this rail. This is a hot, piping hot rail for you. Shut the fuck <laughs> up about Clippy. We gotta get to the party in twenty minutes. You call your driver. You call your driver. And, and Kim G's like, oh, I just oh, this fucking hair. It's, just, just get clip out of it. Me. Just clip it. Get out of my head. Just clip it up. 
Yeah, let me do it. I'll do it. And then she like do it. I'll do it. And it's like all botched up. It's like it's like so like it's like up hundred like Mary something about Mary with like the gel. It's like fully up. Like you look fucking good. Come on. <laughs> Joe is on the dance floor. I love it when he cuts loose. Juicy Joe, and then you see Ashley like Joe's precious. Yeah, Derek. And she has a crush on Joe. She does. The party DJ is starts screaming at everyone. <laughs> the party His DJ is are, also on a ton of blow. Yeah, they're all on so much coke, and the party DJ's eyes are bulging out of his skull. And he goes, <laughs> "Is everybody having a good time?" Yeah! really uncomfortable <laughs> also what we don't realize and we what is revealed in the next season is that joe gorga and melissa gorga were there <gasps> and Teresa oh inter- talked about God. them in her, in her speech but she, we, this wasn't but they shown. cut it out because they yeah. weren't officially on the show yeah this was before they got to a place of like needing to just like throw down yeah and brawl every time they see each other so Teresa does a little speech and she goes i'm gonna invite caroline and jacqueline up here and she goes caroline you're like our mom and then caroline's like (laughs) (laughs) caroline's like thank you thanks and then and she she has can't i i this is what led me to believe that she also doesn't know these women all that well she was like you like our mom and she's just the best and this is jacqueline and She's so fun, and she's also just the best. And I was like, you don't know anything about them. No, she does. I just don't think Teresa... She's not a good public speaker. No. No. And then... And then... Not a natural storyteller. And then Kim D. (laughs) (laughs) Kim D. from From the depths of the abyss is parts the sea of people and goes she goes oh oh she goes thank you for inviting me Teresa I love you so much come here I'm, come here and she just bursts through and interrupts Teresa's speech and Teresa is like visibly scared and Kim D goes oh I love you so much I'm just so happy to be here at this place thanks for inviting us Trey it's so fucking great to be here literally the whole room is silent yeah. watching this and shit except down. Kim G she's fucking yacked out of her gourd and is just like <laughs> with this dopey grin on her face watching it and Teresa's like ah okay thanks Kim and she's like oh it's just fucking great to be here I just I, I love your house it's a, what a gorgeous house Thank it's you a fucking so work much of art I'm just so grateful to be here it's fucking great and then and then Tree goes <laughs> Caroline goes if that were one of my kids if that were one of my kids I'd choke him <laughs> I would just straight up choke him and Kim oh and she's just and then you cut to her again and she's just Rattling She's away. fucking peeking. Pattling on. Yeah. Prattling on. Sorry. Not L- pattling. Literally. Prattling away. someone's speech. During someone's during housewarming a speech. A toast. Yeah. And you just, there's a voiceover. Thank over. you for inviting I just want to say, thank you for inviting me. She goes, oh, I love you. I love you so much. And then. And then With her big bag. Yeah. She's a big <laughs> fucking. a huge bag. That has like a dog in it or something. And, and Tree goes. She goes, Kim D's wasted, and I love it. She's my kind of girl. I love that yeah, twist. That Tree was loving it. Tree loves like a messy drunk moment. Yeah. But I love that Kim G, and she's sweaty, and she's like, oh, I just fucking love it. She here. goes, I love you. I love everything about you. And she's like, thanks, Kim. 
Kim D's at literally one point it shows her and she's like stumbling around. Yeah. Like after the toast, she's like stumbling, like losing her footing and then coming back up and she's like, Ashley, I love you. I love you. She goes, you're the love of my life. Yeah. And then Ashley's like, thanks. And she's like, you're 19. That woman's 49 years old. She shouldn't be coming after you the way she is. She goes, and- I heard you think I, pre- you taught, you said I was precious. It was yeah. like she never said that. She yeah. said about Joe. Yeah. I, I love this girl so much, but she reminds <laughs> me of like, uh, she's just great. I fucking love this girl. Do you see this girl? And then, and then, and then Ashley. You old fisherman. And then Ashley starts talking shit about Danielle and Caroline comes up again and puts her finger on, on her oh, Everyone's chin. always touching Ashley's I know. chin. And she's like, let's not speak of her name. Let's not speak of her name. It's a housewoman party. I just want to get through this night without speaking of that woman's name about Danielle. She can't handle it. And then and then Kim G runs up to... Jacqueline. No, she runs up to uh, Teresa. Is it Teresa first or... Caroline? Caroline? Oh, she goes up to she Caroline to and Caroline, she's like... And then she's like, tries to throw Jacqueline she's under like, the bus. Hey, so I just have to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Jacqueline comes Jacqueline. over and she's... She's obsessed. She's obsessed. She's obsessed. She's obsessed. She's obsessed with Danielle. I I don't. She's just always talking about her. She's just obsessed with her. She's obsessed with her. Carolyn's like, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. She goes, Kim. She's like, you know what, Kim? She's caused a lot of upset in Jacqueline's life. I'm not buying it. And then Kim, you have to talk to her about that. You have to. You're gonna have to go talk to her. I don't speak on behalf of Jacqueline, but you gotta go talk to her because I just can't even handle it. And then Kim G's like, she's fucking obsessed. Kim T comes out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, He's yeah. Like, Jacqueline's fucking obsessed with Danielle. Everything she's saying is the fucking truth. I <laughs> I fucking love this woman. And Caroline, I love you. I fucking worship at your altar. I love you. I love everything about you. I love you. your fucking kids. I love your house. And I fucking love your face. And then and then Jacqueline comes up and she goes, Were you talking about me, Kim? Did you tell my sister-in-law that I'm obsessed with Danielle? I'm not obsessed. I'm mad. I'm not obsessed. I'm upset. I'm upset. And, she, and then Kim G goes, Kim G's like, Oh, yeah, you're upset. I, you're mad and you're upset. But it's, you're, you're mad. And then Kim G comes out of nowhere and she goes, Oh, I fucking love both of you. I just want to see you both kiss. Why don't you just put your heads together? Put your tongues in each other's mouth. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's how it goes. I just love everyone in this fucking room. And then she runs (laughs) out to the main dance floor and rips her fucking top off. And she's sweating. Her body is... It's cold in the room because they turn it down because everyone's on blow. So the room is like freezing. It's like Barry Madoff's like ice, Mm -hmm. ice, you know, igloo room that they're always talking about. And her skin is steaming because she's yeah oh, and she gets down on the floor <laughs> kim d goes oh, i fucking love everyone in this fucking room and Avira comes out and she goes not in the dance floor get out of here who is this woman get her out of here i'm hearing a lot of this and i need you to just go away no you come here i'm gonna fucking love you too <laughs> I love everyone in this fucking room. Kim D and Elvira are a match made in hell. And then they they have to bring... They're opposite sides of the same coin. They are. And then they have to drag Kim D out into the yard, into their, like, cold pond yeah, that they have in the backyard. Yeah, and throw her into it. And they just... Just to, just to cool her, her off. Yeah. God. 
tree goes, put her outside, put her in the creek. And then they put her out there and they just dunk her in and they, they just to wake her up. Yeah. God damn it. She's so fucked up. Yeah. She's supremely fucked up. Hey, I love everybody. <laughs> I feel like I've been, I've reached levels of Kim D. Oh, for sure. Once or twice I've hit True Kim place D. of Nunca. The truest place <laughs> of Nunca when you crash the toast. Oh my God, my throat. Anyway. Hey, Paige, so thank you for inviting me. Thank you for having me on this podcast. Thank you for being here on this podcast with me. Truly, what, what a journey. A journey. We end this year. Yeah, this is the last sup of the year, but certainly there will be more. In 2020. In 2020 is truly the year where everyone gets so sexy and unique. They don't even know how to handle it. Yeah, they can't even deal. So I'll see you in 2020. I'll see you bitches in 2020. In the meantime, follow us on Insta at eCarrieO, at Lars Marie, or on Twitter, eCarrieO, at Lars Marie. Buy tickets to our show. In New York, Chicago, Chicago, Los Angeles. Tickets are going. Yeah, go to LarsMarie.com. I have links to all the shows. We're dying to see you there. Come. Come. Just do it. Just come. Just come. Just come. Um Love you. Love you guys. You've Love made you all. it such a fun and amazing year. Love you. Love you. You've Love and made like it a fun you. and amazing you've year. You've made it. You've made 2019. You made it bearable. Yeah. It was Your podcasting light, has a light been a in light. The darkness. Thank you. You are too. Um and yeah. See you next year. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.